Make sure it's up, Nick. The music, that is. Not sure he's used his fucking tool in a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for episode eight of the Willpower Weightlifting Podcast. Joining me tonight, I can confidently say as always, because they're always fucking here, Michael Farmer. Good evening. Good evening, Michael. How are you? Very well. <laughs> Very hesitant. <laughs> and Jordan Sakas. Good evening. Uh, Jordy, I've just written a note here about your dress sense. You came in in your polo shirt oh. and your overcoat looking like the fucking milk tray man. And you just, what, what are you wearing now? Just a fucking shit t-shirt with chalk on it. You could have you made an effort. <laughs> like Michael's put his fucking uh, Cardiff City fucking shirt on. Some sort of like football, what is that, what is that called? That's, what do they call those shirts? Polo shirts, polo, isn't it? Polo, yeah, polo like shirt. a little polo shirt on. You've down-dressed. Right, half-time. Are we having a half-time? Yeah, we'll have I'll half put time. the polo neck back yeah. on. <laughs> All right. There we are, job done. Should have done it first time. Captain, how are you? Very well, thank you. Great. How's training been this week? Um, very, very good. Yeah. Very good. Very consistent. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Body's body's doing well. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll cover training in a second. We've got a full show tonight, or whenever you watch this, viewer. Uh, this episode is going out on the first of October, um, four days before my birthday, and I'll be forty-nine, even though I don't look it. Yay. Nick, never ask for fucking a response. For fuck's sake. 49. 49, yep. I've had the key to the door for many years. Um, As usual, we will cover gym training being the first subject. Captain, you've just said your training is going well. Uh, Your legs are good. The body's functioning. You're on program. You're back on ledgers. Happy as fuck. Yes, I am. Right. Okay, what are we focusing on? Um, Strength. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And making sure I can squat without pain. Right, so now your body's in good order. We are looking to push up the strength That's the main uh, thing, in the squats it? and the pulls. And we're going to do a an amount of snatch, clean, and jerk that will allow us to give a bias to strength training. And carry and, on. Yeah, how's that feeling? Really good. Yeah? Yeah, very happy. Very happy. Keep them happy. That's important. Geordie, <laughs> uh, um, we're going to come to the competitions bit in a bit. How's your training going? Very well. Um, I've been doing training it's not really been that significant is it but it's been very good honest training um a lot of squatting a lot more squatting than uh why are we doing more squats well so we've set up a good foundation through barefoot squatting etc and now we're at a point where i'm using my legs properly in the squat pain free pain free the mechanics are good the tempo is good um and we know now that we can express good volume uh, weights that we've never done before in the squat and in the last competition of the british i expressed pbs without any squat strength so now we're focusing heavily on the squat the lifting will take care of itself with the hope of finding new sports performance with that uh, we sort of um the the british pre-cycle the competition cycle for the british we sort of uh, went heavy on lifts and we had to adapt the squats depending on how the knees felt each uh, week, really. Mm-hmm. 
this time we know we've got more confidence in the the knees themselves. So we're flipping it back over where we're just building up the squat strength. Um, you did a two fifty squat a few weeks ago, which looked very very mm-hmm. accomplished. Yeah, so I think the legs are now at a point where I could express two seventy to two seventy five on the squat. Um, at any given point, we're going to be tapping that fucking vein. Yeah. Um, but it's been pull focus as well, so the the snatch pulls have been up at 170s and 180s, and you know these are ne- numbers that I haven't previously expressed during any sort of training. So it's nice to now go into a competition with, although not as much of a lifting emphasis, confidence in my leg strength. Although uh, you snatched 137 this week and clean and jerk 170, mm-hmm. I would suggest that you're. Like that's very close to your best pre train pre competition numbers. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, and that's the most qualified I've I've ever hit one thirty seven. Notwithstanding, we're only doing four sessions. So yeah. we're we're not doing six sessions as we ordinarily would do. We're down to four because of the um the, the recovery protocols and such. So we're in a good shape given the fact that we've got a a very limited container of which to put the training in. Yeah, so last Wednesday we hit <laughs> five doubles on a snatch at one thirty. So we're populating the 90% correct um, with a lot of dense volume or a lot more volume than I've, than I've been able to do in the past. I think 130 used to be a express three singles at it this time out from comp, whereas now it's, right, we'll hit five doubles. And if we want to take a down day on the snatch, we'll hit 120 for doubles, whereas before that would have been a working, a working set. Uh, it don't help when fucking numbnuts is lifting and 20 for doubles now. Cause oh, we'll cover that now. Uh, Michael, how's your training? Yeah, it's been banging. Banging! Like the yeah. fucking tunes in the fucking basement. Banging. Banging. Um, banging. My best ever training cycle of load, intensity, volume. Actual weight. Yeah, it's body weight as well. Um, yeah. Everything is just, it's it's coming at the right time. Um, yeah. What are we, nine months away from the games as well? Yeah, and it's we're still we're still on on the rise. It's, oh, it, we it's, are on the rise. You've just hit puberty. <laughs> like we're yeah. on the rise. You're fucking Captain Twinket. Like <laughs> you're fucking doing it. Um, you've hit a one thirty snatching training. One thirty. Yeah. You've hit one twenty double snatches. Yeah. You've hit a one sixty clean this evening. Yeah. And a one fifty eight clean and jerk. Yeah. Fucking hell. Numbers. It's right in it. Uh, and your squat's gone up. One eighty trebles for four threes. Yeah, like nothing, which is, for me, I've always, I think I've, I've always lacked a squat, um, if anything. Like, I've never been a lifter who's had strong legs, but now it's like, oh, okay, we can probably shift 200 for some volume. Correct. Which is an, is an amazing um, feat in, in my mind, because yeah. I've always considered myself as a not very good squatter. So, um, I think on the, the, when you all ventured back from the British, I remember saying to you, all we need to do is get stronger. Yeah, that's it. No um, lifting, just yeah. strong. And w- we started off with those uh, slow down, slow up squats, and we fucking put you through the, the, the mill, as it were. That that was probably the most horrendous training of my life. Michael Rabdo, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, we, Rabdo off three reps. <laughs> the one session, um, I actually convulsed on the floor. Yeah. Um, oh, I was shaking from the lower body. I think he's being overdramatic, viewer. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I, I was shaking <laughs> on like, the floor. All right. Everyone here knows you weren't fucking that shaky. It made us all very uncomfortable to watch. As well. <laughs> it didn't it was, make it me was uncomfortable. A, it was quite Where was shaky. I? I it just walked away, shaky. I suppose. Yeah, standard. Seen that before. You'll be all right. <laughs> Charlie Mack had a bit of convulsion tonight, you Charlie. 
What did you say? No weightlifter was what? hurt here. No weightlifters were hurt during this fucking <laughs> movement. Let's get on with it. But uh, f- safe to say, we'll come to the competition bit in a minute, but you're in good, Nick? Yeah, flying. <coughs> Very good. Um, right, the first uh, thing, I've got loads of fucking notes written down. It's all a mess. Um, is going to be training diaries and the importance of keeping... I wish fucking Charlie Stone was here because he keeps a very <laughs> organized training diary. The importance of keeping a well-regulated training diary. Michael, where's your training diary? I have never had a training diary. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hear him fucking justify that now, aren't we? So, why not? Um, I haven't got round to it, to be honest. <laughs> what, as a man of science? As a, as a man of science, maybe that's... Um, that's, that's a lacking area. Yeah, well, it would be evidence, wouldn't it? It'd be a record of evidence. It would be. Um, <laughs> I'm struggling to come back on this one. The only thing, uh, when I was a remote athlete, quote-unquote, um, I would take videos of my sessions. That you wouldn't send me? That I wouldn't send <laughs> That was just for Instagram, Mike. You can't fucking claim that as training diary. That, that's a form of uh, training record. It, it is. I would suggest it doesn't include all of the elements that I would like to know what's in a training diary, like how you feel, you know, any steps, you know, things like that. It's just the fucking glory shots you put in there. You put in the fucking Bukaki shot. Right. <laughs> uh, Jordy, mm-hmm. what about your training diary? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about it, Jord. How's your training diary? In fact, um, go back to the beginning. The beginning. The beginning, when you were 12. Do you keep a fair record of your training at no. 12? Why not? Right, so my excuse was training's fucking hard enough as it is and you don't want to spend all your time writing shit down because it's fucking boring anyway. Um, but then I soon realised... Well, actually, I didn't soon realise. You didn't soon <laughs> Soon realise? Eight years in. <laughs> Correct. Um, thought, everyone's writing shit down, yeah, and I'm just sat here fucking waiting for the next step. So I thought, maybe I'll give it a go. Gave it a go, failed. Gave it another go, failed. And now I'm in a habit of doing it. And I, I, I mainly do it so that, you know, you got your fucking day and you write your sessions. And then there's a big gap at the bottom. And my way of, um, the reason why I do it, the main reason is I want to fill that whole session. And if that means I've got to do six accessories to get a dense day, um, it just encourages me to do a lot after training as well. Because otherwise you write, you know, you've got fucking snatch, clean jerk, squat, and it looks a bit dry, doesn't it? You fill it out with your accessories, whatever, and you can monitor all of that. And, you know, if your f- fucking hamstrings are sore afterwards um, on, a, on a Wednesday session, you look back to Tuesday, say, oh, hang about, I've done a bit of single leg RDL work, whatever. Perspective is what a training diary gives you. Yeah. It gives you um, an immediate record, if you're keeping one, of how you're feeling that day. So... Um, fucking dipshit Tom Churchill's over there. And last week he was fucking complaining and fucking miserable. This week he's had a fucking glorious session. PB snatch, correct, Tom? PB clean and jerk? Um, and all of a sudden, what's that a plus on your total? 10 kilo, like in a week. Right, exactly. You, you're fuffing, Mike. But you've had a fucking walloping set time yeah. this uh, recent time. You've had fucking weight going on. You can fuff. Um, but if you wrote that in your diary, woe is me, fucking, I'm 20 kilos off qualifying for XYZ, and then the next week you plus 10, it gives you a perspective to shut the fuck up, do the training, keep a very good record of your fucking training diary. 
And for you, Alex, what you would be writing is, my coach said fucking ABC to me tonight, pay fucking attention, is what you'd be writing in your training diary. It's a record. An I immediate think the girl, one. The girls are quite good at training diaries. Of course they are. We are, aren't we? Yeah. We write everything. We write everything Moon, down. period. Yeah. Training. Training. Smiley faces. Cues. Not e- like crosses. Everything. Not some crosses. You guys always know exactly what you're doing in the session. You know exactly what weights and what you're doing. Whereas I, I, me and Liv, <laughs> I don't know about Meg, I, I can look at it 10 times and I won't remember. But you know exactly what you're doing, and yes, there's the difference. You've got like 12 sets of whatever, and I've got three singles. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite easy to keep a log on that one. No. I've got three cleans, no, and you, I'm done. You know, experience, I think you know exactly what you're doing, whereas I need to look at a piece of paper and see what uh, I'm doing. So I even print it out. She, too, yeah. <laughs> she does. I've, I've saw me ledger printed. I'm like, the fucking hell, it's been ripped out me fucking thing. Um, but it keep it, it it gives you a emotional record of how you felt at that moment in time. It also uh, accounts for things like sorenesses, back soreness, knee soreness, fatigue. You should keep a very extensive record of all the sensations because there's a, the sensations that you are able to manage over many training years gives you an idea of how you felt. Like for example, if you have a tight knee or a tight back or the wrist is playing up or whatever it is, Liam, you with your fucking little shoulder wrist thing, like that is a reoccurring thing that we need to manage at this competition stage, but you keep a fucking note of it. So when you come back in for review, you say, uh, just a reminder, this is what I felt at this point. And then, you know, I remember a lot, but I can't remember everything. And plus it's very difficult for your coaches at home to to know all of your sensations about how you felt. About, um, I think uh, Ben was fucking slow as fuck tonight, but we want him in that place because we know he's going to come out of that. But what I need is uh, feeling slow. You know, you pulled a fucking 120 clean that you nearly caught tonight. You hit a PB clean tonight, but the speed wasn't there. His snatches were off and his jerks were off, which just tells us that his taper is going to give him that capacity when it's competition day in uh, two weeks' time or whatever it is. But without them keeping a record, you're reliant upon your coach to keep a fucking record of every single thing that's going on, which is impossible. But there we are. And then going back to what you said about perspective, if then the next time Ben's going for a competition and he's diving under 120 and it's not hitting for him and he's low and he's thinking, fucking hell, you know, I'm two weeks from competition and these weights aren't going, he can reflect back on his last training cycle towards the competition and say... No, this is completely normal. Correct. And this is exactly what's supposed to happen. Like, Imagine uh, we were able to predict that by session 8 to 10, you'd feel shit, George. <laughs> like, just imagine a world where we could predict that. <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> it would happen, wouldn't it? You know, you'd, you'd have it in your diary and say, I can reinforce myself that I'm going to feel fucking shit from sessions fucking 6 through to 10 mm. without having to come in the office and go, what's going on? That's a dig. That's a dig right there. It's not a dig. It's an experience uh, that I've had for 10 years. Almost um, every fucking three to four weeks uh, at the fucking down point as he fucking taps the fucking thing, in he comes. But it's, it's part of the sport, isn't it? It is. It's and, part of our and journey. That, yeah, and it? we will look back. You know, if I if I was able to control that every time, we, we wouldn't be able to sit at the dinner table 20 years we from now and be like, oh, those are the fucking days. We even know that time now. Yeah, everyone knows we it. We know that time now. That's right. If if 
uh, we learned this week, viewer, that Liam's actually blind. <laughs> um, now, that came to a shock to the whole gym. Uh, Liam's uh, failed his, uh, uh, his theory driving test six times. Is it, Liam? Yeah. So we uh, asked him a question. Put the camera on him, Nick, if it's not already. It's gone, right. Uh, we asked Liam a question um, about when he's going to pass his driving test. And uh, he said, well, it's difficult for me to do the theory because I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> Which amazed us. You think the practical will be the, uh, the challenge? <laughs> <laughs> there we are. What a lovely assignment. The treats you get on the gym floor. So lifters at home, coaches at home, Make sure you keep a extensive record of your training. Um, it can be a little uh, yearly notebook, little one like that. It can be whatever you want, but it can be on your phone. It doesn't make any difference. But keep notes of your training, of your mood, of how you feel, your fatigue, your sorenesses, the successes, the steps, all of the standards that you're building into your training. And then allow that... Uh, to accumulate over the years. So this is a record of your training. Now imagine if you kept a fucking yearly training diary for the fucking 10 years. You'd have a record of it. When you retire, you can fucking sit there, put your fucking son or your grandchild on your knee and just fucking bounce up and say, yeah, fucking look at this day. This is a fucking great day. At fucking 137 and 170 fucking, whoa, fucking great day that was before I went to Finland. I'd probably sell it to the ice bin. <laughs> <laughs> 10 pounds. Um... Right. That was very interesting. Now then, uh, we're going to cover my favourite cues. And I wrote down the other day that my favourite cue of all time is just do that. <laughs> you had that, Mike? Yeah. What, what does it refer to? Uh, well, it'd be referred to you doing a crap set and then you doing a very good set after. And it's like, just do that. Just do that. You know, it's close to um, if you can do it, why don't you do it? But it's it, it sort of affirms that that's what you should be doing. Yeah. Just do that. It's a bit more positive than, the, than yeah. if you can do it, why don't you do it? Oh, uh, uh, there's no pressure on uh, just do that, is there? Just you do know? that is yeah. like a, oh. Yeah, just do yeah. that. Yeah. 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 It's like it's an epiphany it's moment. Like an area. <laughs> Have you had the just do that, uh, Jordan? Uh, I think I've had more of if, if you can do it, why? Yeah. Having done it, yeah. I think I've wanted to just do that, but you, you know you can't have it all. The just do that is um, so, Alex. Tonight we changed a few things, and you got to a point where uh, it was happening, and I said just do that. That's it. That is what you should be doing. Just do that. Now, I understand the lifters may it may take them many repetitions to get to the point where they can actually feel it all the way through. Right, so they have com com complete command over what they're doing. But the initial just do that affirms that that movement, oh, fuck me, that movement is good enough, and that's what we should be looking at. The other movement is not what we want. This is the one we want, and so we're going to help you to reinforce that movement, but that's it at that moment. Sometimes uh, lifters can feel it immediately and replicate it. Other times they catch it and then they can't replicate it. And it's like a fucking, it's lost in the wind. It's like fucking Will of the Wisp. But we're looking for the just do that moments. That's what we're looking for. Captain, have you had a just do that moment? Yeah, I've even had a couple. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It comes along with a yes or after it comes along with a yes. Just do yeah. that and then that's yeah, it. That's and then another one. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so no. No, absolutely. Um, Jordy. 
uh, I mentioned to you tonight on the gym floor that I used to say false. <laughs> Theo, if you're listening, uh, Theo Morgan, of course, doctor, MD, um, you know, hairy, bear, as he is. I, I went through a, 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 a time where I would just falsify his lifting. Well, you true some would of you them. True, yeah, false. I was going to say, was you true? Yeah, it'd be like, true and false. True, false, false. Oh. And it, wow. What the fuck? It was ridiculous. How do you take anything from that? But it, uh, for me, it got there because uh, Theo was a very competent lifter, and he still is, um, and he would do stupidly inexplicable fucking shit where he would... Uh, this comes on to my fucking next thing because he he's a fucking culprit. And fu- fuck it, I'm going to go on to it right now. Lifters that film their training or their sets during training and then watch themselves during training. What do you make of that? I hate, I hate that. You're fucking filming yourself during training and then you watch yourself during training like you can fucking make a difference to what you're doing because you're watching yourself. Yeah, it's completely worse. What's your fucking coach there for? Okay. Even if you're a, 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 a lone lifter and you go back and you watch it, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to fucking add a load of fucking shit on the shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to, un- nothing's going to happen. You've got to feel the lift. So you could feel that it was balanced and fast and dynamic and stable. And then you watch it back and go, oh, it wasn't any of those things. I better fucking over influence this one thing. And then you end up cascading your, your technique over a fucking precipice and it's just a fucking pile of shit. Michael. You ever filmed and watched? Um, I have. <laughs> but it, I, I feel like when you do... Is this to uh, add into your training diary at a later date, is I it? I don't know, TBC. Uh, <laughs> when I was training uh, remotely, I felt like I had to uh, film my lifts, but I used to review them of an evening rather than review them within a session. That's different. Make changes. Um, that is different. I used to like, like sit down and have my dinner. Um, and just review my sessions. That's slightly different. That's not into training reviewing. I'm I, talking about specifically lifters who film it, they pick the phone up, they watch it, they go, they scrubbing it back and fucking forth. Like, oh, I don't know what it is. Well, here's another thing. If you're reviewing your lift, you're not emotionally preparing yourself for the next one. I, I would fucking agree with that. You're, you're invested in the previous, aren't you? You're invested in the past, and you, you're not thinking of how I can intrinsically influence this next lift, you're thinking my arms bent too much on that and my toes came up and you're looking at all of the peripheral, you know, the visual externals, the visual externals, exactly. And it's like, well, you know, what what should you be pushing for? You should be pushing for balance and tempo and timing and all of these things that you can influence. Yeah. Um, You know, and if you're going for, if you're in working set territory, you should be emotionally preparing yourself for the next lift. Correct. Like, if you have the time to fucking trot over the other side of the gym, put your phone down, press the play button, waltz back, come back, prepare your lift, fucking make your lift, whatever it is, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, go back to your phone, come back, fucking scrub the fucking blah blah look at it and go, oh, yeah, I need to do that, and fucking do this and do that and the other. Waltz back over, plop your fucking... F- what the fuck is that? That's not training. Tra- that is not training, viewer. Training with people who do that is fucking killer as well because you you you're, you know you're setting up for a lift and you can see someone on their blower opposite them can't do it and you think you you're more invested in your own fucking previous set than my you know you're, you're not you're not thinking you're not at the moment the, you're not there you're not present are you you're you're submerged in 
your mobile device. Let's say you make um, ordinarily like 30 lifts in a session and you're reviewing every fucking lift, every snatch, every clean and jerk, every squat. What do you think you're going to do by fucking watching every one of them and reviewing it? Like, how do you think you're going to improve by changing every fucking thing? It's impossible. It doesn't make any sense. And we're experienced. We we can say that confidently. Thank you. Uh, we know the fucking game. You just get in the gym. You do snatch, clean, and jerk. You fucking squat. You get strong. And you wait five years. Like fucking Tom. He's waiting a week and he's put fucking 10 kilos on. Um, I didn't see you uh, open your phone and fucking film your lift and fucking watch it tonight, Tom. Did you? Tom trains alone. Oh, Tom. Well, that's not bad. He's, fil- he's, fil- he's filming it. He's yeah, filming, filming it, it yeah. for the record. Filming it for the Instagrams. Do you, do you have an Instagram account, Tom? Yeah, do you put your lifts on there? Yeah. He does, yeah. He's popular. Uh, he likes classic rock as well, Tom. Didn't you, Tom? Classic rock. Yeah, What? What? what's your tune? Give me a tune. Nope. Have a think about it. I'll come back to you. What is it? Brighton Rock. Queen. Oh, right, Queen. Right, okay. Band first, song second. Right, great. Um, so that protocol, if we can call it that, we'll come on to a Ryan protocol later, viewer. Um, that protocol of filming yourself and watching yourself, you're in a cul-de-sac. You must get out of it. If you don't have a coach, find a fucker. And if you do have a coach, listen to the fucker and fucking do what they say. And then fucking follow it until you don't believe them. And then fuck off and find a different one. And the evidence is you improve. Or you don't improve. Or you're injured. Or you're not injured. Right? Your body will tell you and your results will tell you. Um, what's the time, Nick? How far are we in? Half hour. I think it's time for medieval minutes. Right. I'm going to fucking call Stonewer. My wife's just sent me a photograph. I'm not going to fucking tell you what that is. Right. Stone you up. <laughs> I don't know why she did that. Right, let's call him. Geordie's <laughs> auntie, by the way. <laughs> Not by blood. Hello. Stone you Hello, can you hear me? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, Stone you There's no reverb this week, so that that's that's a fix. Um, but you're just breaking <laughs> up there. I- I've changed location. One second. Where where are you? How's that? Perfect. Where are I'm, you? I'm upstairs today. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm in, I'm in the office. You're in the office. Yeah. Right. Great. Well, it's the sound. The acoustics are far better in the office, Stonehewer. Um, are you in? Excellent. Are you in medieval dress? I'm sat in chain mail. You could just gonna have to take my word for it. Right. I'd like you to take a photograph after this uh, call has ended um, and then send it to us because we're going to put your fucking chainmail face um, up in the post edits. <laughs> right, let's do it. Uh, Stoney, how's your training been this week? Uh, it's been good. It's been good. We've uh, we've been going quite heavy, uh, quite sore knees, but yeah, really good all in all. What are you going heavy for? Are you, are you in competition prep? We are in competition prep. We're doing an in-house competition in two weeks. Fair enough. So we're, yeah, so we're almost there. Right, okay. And so your previous best lifts, which were here at the Willpower, were what? Yeah. Um, 94 and 120. Yeah. And what are you going um, for so, this time? 
Oh, it's going to be over 100 on a snatch Ooh. and 125 on a clean and jerk. I mean, training's going well, so we're what? looking good for it. Fucking hell, Stonio, you are confident. Uh, have you yeah. put body weight on? <laughs> <laughs> about about six kilograms. Oh, that was, that <laughs> <was it. laughs> Yeah, that's his confidence. Yeah. What, what weight category are you, are you now, Stonio? Yeah. 96. When, when I came to Willpower, I weighed 91, and now I'm sat at the top of 96. So um, big shout-out to Ben and Jerry's helping me get there. <laughs> right. Stonio, you have reminded me to write something filling your weight category. We're going to discuss that. In a second, we've got uh. a few lifters who are underweight. Uh, fill in your weight category. Right, Stonehewer. Um, so last time, you did a splendid job with the stones of uh, Iceland or wherever the fuck it was, where, the, where you have the, uh, was it the pathetic man, the fucking real man, the actual man, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then a full man, that's it. Yeah, fucking <laughs> dusty hammer. Especially in this age. Um, right, Stonehewer, you know the drill now. Tiberius is going to play the music. When the music stops, Captain, get your fucking... T- We're not going to even go to the Rolex. Jordy, <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, can you not have a chronograph or anything? It's fucking dear. That's, that's top whack, that. Top whack. <laughs> what's, what's a chrono? How much is a chrono? Uh, 20, 20 odd grand. 20 grand. I think we'll stick to the phone. Right, Stonio, the, the, the timer's on. You have a minute after the music stops. Go for it. Okay. Nothing to do with weightlifting, unfortunately, this episode. Um, I'm going to say some phrases that may date back to the medieval era that are still in use today. The first one is to be caught red-handed. The saying comes from the 12th century practice of dipping a thief's hand in berry dye. The dye would soak into the skin and it'd stain the hand for several weeks. Uh, it'd be well known to everyone that saw the hand that this person had been convicted of thievery. Number two is to be taken with a pinch of salt. The oldest saying on this list, originally written about in 77 AD, it was thought that a grain of salt would help aid digestion and could be used as an effective antidote to any poison. Third one is hook or by crook, dating back to the 14th century. The theory on this one relates to firewood. It's said that a peasant can take all the wood that they want from a lord's tree using only a bill hook or a shepherd's crew. And lastly, pay through the nose, an Anglo-Saxon saying, meant to inspire people to pay their debts on time uh, or else they'd pay with blood from their nose. Used today to describe pain too much. Cut, it, cut him off! <laughs> and we're back. Um, right. Camera two. There's George. Got changed. Much better. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. Well, Tom Hardy, they say. I, I don't, I don't get, get the it. reference no. myself. No, no, he's far more handsomer than handsomer, handsome. more handsome, handsomer than myself. There you go. Back Says you. Me. I don't think he's got a bigger ass as you, though, George. Is he? Not Fuck no. No, <laughs> he's not a fucking prize winner. He wouldn't get a fucking red rosette at the fucking <laughs> Bill show, would he? <laughs> um, right, Michael, have you got a segment? Yeah. Has he got music to go with his segment? Oh. Staple, man. Eagles. I did say to Mike that we should get some, um, the band. Band on the run. We need a few more classics in. Right, Mike, what you got for us? So, it's a segment with me and Jordan. What? Double, just fucking duo. And it's going to be on training kit. Training kit. Training kit. Prestige worldwide. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm fucking lost. Um, so I think we're gonna s- we'll start with shoes. Yeah, shoes. Yeah, go on, Mike. Um, so shoes don't make you impressive. Shoes don't make you any better. Buying a new pair of weightlifting shoes, it, it don't matter. Like you see all these people on Instagram gagging for a new pair of custom uh, ROM sixty nine or bloody. I don't know, Adidas 2006 shoes. It's just mm. a pair of bloody shoes. Like I bought a, pair, a new pair of shoes last week because mine fell apart. I forgot they were in my house. What, what shoes you, do you wear, Mike? I don't even notice. I now have ROM 4s, which I forgot I bought. Right. The um, po- I think the point is, you know, wearing a pair of Anters ain't going to make you lift like a Chinese man. Wearing a pair of what? Anters. They're like Anters? The, the Chinese shoes. They're a lot... There are a lot of boys and girls who are very sort of kit-savvy. They, they want the best shoes and all that sort of thing. It's like... Chill out. And, you know, wearing a pair of tights that have got loads of holes in it don't make you a good lifter either. Mate, I know for a fact there'll be people on this earth who make <laughs> holes in their tight to look cool, look vintage. I, I'm, I can't believe that, Michael. Jen, 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 lovely woman. <laughs> <laughs> what? People will de- make a hole in their tights? You know, it's like, oh, I keep the bar close. Yeah, we all fucking keep the bar close. Get on with it. Right, so there's shoes. Yeah. People invest a lot in shoes, and what you're saying is uh, that the uh, the shoe doesn't necessarily influence the lifting to a great degree. Well, None. I think it's it's like, you know, if you want to get a pair of ROMs, get a pair of ROMs. Yeah, Enjoy them. Don't, you know, make a song or dance about it. And if you're going to lift in Metcons, that don't make you a better weightlifter either. It's like, it's just, it's a... There's a lot of that about. You know, oh, I, I'm, I lift in Metcons. What's I'm, a Metcon? It's a, it's a crossfit. I, imagine I don't know yeah. anything about fuck all here. It's, it's not a lift. Don't have to imagine. <laughs> 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 you know, it's like, like it's this, a, this is a half lifter, half it's trainer. Like a, a minimalist shoe. And who wears those shoes? Adam, crispy, crispy, um, Chris Cock, Adam. And it's right. almost Adam. like a bit right. of a. I can lift in this. I don't need a lifter. Okay. I, there's there's a lot of that. Which is just like brilliant. Right. Right. Book Lovely. about it. Lift it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's next? So you got the shoe. So people, shoes. is the shoe the most expensive garment of the attire? You'd hope so. All right. Well, is it? Well, so my wish. How much are your, uh, your ROMs? Uh, a couple hundred, aren't they? Wow. No. No. Ten fifty. I got ROMs. Yeah, I mean the ROM twos are, are quite dear now, but they're a, um, a discontinued shoe. They're actually gone up in value. God. It's bought. What is the world coming to? They are. All right. So now there's a fucking second-hand market for weightlifting shoes. Yeah. 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 Oh, shit, you know. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, but also, like, leggings. Yeah. Like, wearing a 100-pound pair of virus leggings does not make you a better weightlifter. I do like virus leggings, though. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're cool. But, like, it's not going to make you a better weightlifter. No. True. They look nice. Yeah, great. All right. Uh, do they rip easy? Like, imagine spending 100 quid and then you put a fucking deliberate hole in. That's, yeah. a, that's a little bit fucking sad, poor, world, isn't, it? isn't it? It's a sad, sad. Yeah. So you got two hundred pair for a f- pounds for a fucking pair of shoes, hundred pound for a pair of leggings. What's next? We haven't even covered pants. <laughs> well, actually, that's a very good topic. Thank you, George. Certainly for the oh. the, the the male listeners, because we we've we've we? had this conversation the other day. Mike caught his uh, cock and balls. Yeah, um, doing a power clean. Hang on, I didn't see this. When was this? Uh, Wednesday. Two heavy powers. Monday. 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 One forty doubles, wasn't it? Forty doubles. You caught your fucking shrapnel, do you? Yeah, mm-hmm. on, on seventy kilos. Oh, <laughs> fuck. 
Yeah, that's why I didn't notice. <laughs> but that's 70 kilos of body. I'm paying attention. On your penis. It was a stinger. Right. So what you're saying? Get a jock strap. Wear a tight pair of pants or a, a pair of briefs. Briefs. On a training. Know. We have training briefs, don't we? We do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we had a willpower insignia training brief. Soon yep. available on, on the website, I oh, presume. It can be. Viewer, if you want a pair of fucking willpower training briefs, we'll make them available. Don't you worry. Yeah. I got mine insignia in a pair of Speedos. Yeah. You'll never fucking catch a cock and balls in a pair of speeders, I can tell you. Suffocation City. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you want all the fucking whole like, uh, low-hanging fruit fucking tightly wrapped, put your speedos on. Mm. Yeah, a, lo- a loose pair of cotton um, boxes aren't going to do shit for you. I, going back in the annals of uh, the 10 years we've been here, and, and in uh, April 2022, it will be our 10-year anniversary here at the basement. Um, but the most prolific um, cock and ball fucking catcher, even though he wore a jock strap, was Mongo. Mongo. Do you remember? Yeah. Every fucking session, Matthew Lilly would fucking catch his cock and balls in his fucking training. No doubt about it. Every fucking time. Won it. And he had a fucking cock like a Coke can. Don't say anything. Um, what's next? So you've got your fucking shoes, you got your leggings, and then you've got your top. Or not. Yeah, the top. I mean, it sort of runs it peters out a bit, doesn't the it? The top is uh, superfluous. You can, you know, you can wear a wonderful top to training, but nine times out of ten, it's coming off before you've even put seventy on a bar. So, you know, you okay. can wear anything really for the for the for the gents. Um, you know, what? some of the girls. Is this a female thing as well? Do you, do you care about what you wear? Um, yeah, I think we care about what we wear. Leggings seem to be more important than shoes for females. Leggings, yeah, like, yeah. I can't yeah. even keep up. Yeah. What? Mm. They do for you, Liv. Um, <laughs> I, I suppose I, I, it depends on how tight I think the leg- fabric is going to fucking stretch. Leggings and socks. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Meg, yeah. Meg's very anal about the socks. She yeah, wears. leggings and socks. You're looking very smart these days, Meg, when you train. Yeah. Yeah, you've got a very good outfit. You've got a fucking tight pair of leggings on, good socks. Um, one thing I have noticed, knee sleeves we should cover, um, is the fact that you put your knee sleeves on underneath your leggings. Yeah. Why? Um... So it doesn't catch. That's why. Right. Looks cooler as well, I suppose. It's really, More yeah, it is comfortable. And I think it might just be a psychological thing, but it, when it catches, I feel that it changes the lift. So underneath, yep. it just feels better. How much time does it take you to put <laughs> the knee sleeve on and then pull the leggings up? Um, putting them on underneath is, is okay. It's taking them off. Right. <laughs> Seems Take that it's, it's an operation, isn't it? Yeah, but it does feel a lot better. Yeah, quite often there's fucking pantied, semi-naked females fucking pulling up yeah. fucking knee sleeves and then pulling up their fucking Which trousers. Which is strange because we all always think, oh, when we do a competition and we're going to put a singlet on, we're going to notice this. And every time we do a competition, no one says anything about it. So yeah. it's, it's, but it does um, feel better. So we've got uh, the shoe, the legging. Um, a cheap leggings valid. What's the cheapest leggings? Okay, yeah. but we'll, we'll, you know, you do you have cheap leggings, Captain? Yeah, I've got loads of cheap leggings. Do they last? Yeah. Right. Yeah, they Jordy? do. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I take other people's leggings. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking magpie, isn't he? A cheap pair of leggings probably get looser quicker. Right. Okay, Mike, with your twinkie legs. <laughs> what leggings do you wear, Mike? Uh, I got some Under Armour, Nike. A virus. Yeah. What I will throw in the ring though is joggers. 
I think joggers, joggers should make a comeback. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. What? Actual jogging pants. Yeah. Loose-fitting trousers. Loose or tight. What, for training? Yeah, yeah smart. How's your coach going to fucking watch the fucking bar path if you've got loose garb on? Is that not hot? Donnie did it. What do you mean Donnie did it? Donnie had a loose pair of trackies on. When? All time. Oh, right, okay. But fucking strapped right up with fucking yeah. bandage. <laughs> Over fucking the Donnie top. would have the fucking, uh, the he'd have the upper groin fucking bandage on. He'd have his fucking uh, crap bandages on his knees. Like that, those fucking uh, tracksuit bottoms. I think they were some sort of like Eastern garb. They were fucking An- yeah. ankle bashes when they. Yeah. Maybe you should do it, Mike. Bring it back. Yeah, I think it'd be banging. Especially for winter. No? I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to see, won't I? You know, I, I like as much flesh as I can to see, to be honest. I like to fucking see flesh. See what's going on. I like to see muscles, not fucking clothes. It's nice to look the part when you're lifting. <laughs> Am I contradicting everything I've just said? I think you are, George. Yes. Yeah. That's great. We can contradict ourselves. It doesn't matter. It's our fucking show. Um, so you got your shoes. You got your fucking knee sleeves, in or out. You got your leggings, yeah. cheap or expensive. Doesn't matter. Uh, you've got your fucking... Training briefs, or whatever you girls make wear. Doesn't make a difference for girls. No, it doesn't. No, well, if, it does. if you hit it, you hit it. Well, yeah. I mean, nothing's going to stop that, <laughs> is it? Um, and then you've got a top, which is optional. Uh, wrists? Uh, wrists. I do see a lot of people wearing um, wrist supports, which don't cover their wrist joint. Right. And you're like, what's the point? Wh- what are you doing? I don't know. You're trying to look cool again. What do you wear, Mike? Do you wear wrist supports? <laughs> I've got I tape and wrist support. Um because of shrist injuries in the past. Yep. Jordy, what about you? I, I bear it now and go bareback. Go f- oh, fucking raw dog in you. <laughs> go fucking raw. Jordy goes raw. Nothing on it at all. Captain? Wrist wraps. Wrist wraps. Yeah. I used to wear fucking crepe bandages around mine and fucking tape them. I like them because you can make them tighter. Yeah, fucking like that. Like fucking old school fucking thing. Uh, and uh, I wouldn't, I would wear knee wraps. Yeah. Yeah, over Kevlar trousers. <laughs> yeah. You, know you would wear joggers. <laughs> Uh, sometimes I would, but I mainly wore fucking uh, as tight, tight fitting. Uh, no, not bandages. Uh, knee, knee wraps. Mm. Uh, knee, yeah, wraps. I think it's been a long time since I've lifted. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen anybody wearing fucking knee wraps in the gym. That's very true. Not many people do these days. They all wear knee sleeves. What are you wearing? Oh, you wear fucking crepe bandages. You're a fucking old schooler. And did you get um, your own shoes made? Uh, not me. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? You did. They're, they're not made for me. They are. Oh. Here we go. Listen, this, this is it. You asked Nick a straight question, <laughs> yeah. and he can't fucking answer it. What are they? Moscas from Poland. He's Nick, Nick's the prime example of what Mike and I are talking about. <laughs> yeah. By the way, he'll buy these um, this sort of unique pair of shoes from Poland, like made of suede, and you know, fucking wrap them up because he thinks he's cool. Just you know. I, right. So I'm going to make an analogy, right? If you're a great guitar player, you can play great guitar on any fucking instrument. You don't need a fucking custom shop, five grand fucking Eric Clapton special. True. Right. Same principle for lifting. You can wear, you can fuck, Mike, I think you're going to snatch 125 in my pants Mm -hmm. and fucking shoeless in my fucking work boots tonight. Yeah. Right. It doesn't make any difference. Great. (laughs) Well, that's interesting. Um... Now, I'm going to find my bearings because I've got a lot on my fucking plate here. Um, oh, what about uh, thumb tape, Mike? Oh, that's a, oh. That's a great one. We, Thank you. We've got 
we've got quite an interesting point to make on thumb tape. It's, it's, it's not going to be interesting though. You just interesting for interesting for weightlifters who want to get better set it up as it's going to be interesting. Go on, come on, go on, spill it. Right. So, Mike said to me before the British, um, he feel he felt a lot more connected to the bar when he didn't wear any thumb tape whatsoever. Concur. The the sort of trade off in that is. Uh, you you fucking rip your thumbs to shreds. Only you? if you've got fucking pathetic thumbs. I disagree. My <laughs> thumbs are perfectly fine. <laughs> no, they're not. They're, they're like fucking half a thumb. Right. Like, that's a thumb. Get it, get it on the camera, Nick. No, that's a fucking... That's that, a finger. That's right? a finger that's coming out. fucking thumb. <laughs> right? That fucker wraps right over to my fucking little one. Fucking boom. There, done. Go on. Try and do it yourself. Look at that. That's half... It's not even... It's like... <laughs> It can't go anywhere. Yeah, that's yeah. not a thumb. I'm growing my I'm growing my thumbnails out. So give me some time. But you don't have a thumb. You have you, you like show you put the camera on this little finger. Show his hands. Show his hands. Look how fucking deformed he is. Right. <laughs> his his little finger comes in and his thumb fucking barely does this. Thanks, Uncle. <laughs> Back to the point. Yes. It's. We find it's very good to, if you're going for top weights and it's like 90%, wear the thumb tape on the way up and then take your thumb tape off when you get to your working percentages and you'll feel a bit more connected to the bar. That's right. just something that we've been... Mike? Yeah, I've ex- we've experimented with this. Um, <laughs> cue the science. Uh, cue the science. Okay, did you put it in your training diary? Obviously not. Obviously not. Um, Mike, how do you cut your tape? With my scissors that you never fucking put back? Is that how you fucking cut it? Nick? Behind you, in the fucking tray, there's my scissors. Go get them. Can you see them? Yep, they're fucking there. Right, bring them to me. Viewer. Right, so this pair of scissors that I bought off Olivia, beautiful pair of scissors that I trim my fucking moustache with. Right, this is my fucking beard (laughs) and moustache. Right? I fucking look in the gym the other day. I'm like, why are my fucking scissors sat on a dusty shelf? I'm like, who the fuck has done that? bring them back in, didn't say anything, didn't make a point of it. And I just sat here tonight, and uh, as Michael came in, we were having a conversation, I don't know what it was, and I said, you lived, didn't I? Uh, as you were semi-naked on the floor. Um, I said, some fucker the other day whipped me scissors out and fucking took them next door. And Michael went, oh, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was me. What were you doing with them? Um, you weren't trimming my moustache. No, I wasn't. Right. Uh, it wasn't for tape. That's a, that's a plus. <laughs> uh, it was for new wrist bandages. I want to be cutting off. Right. So you took my scissors for that. Well, I thought I was taking a pair of scissors, evidently. I who told you they were in the fucking... Uh, it, like, who, somebody must have told you they were there. I'm not going to name any names because... Nick Jones. No? Well, oh, it was Meg. Okay, fuck. It was, yeah, it was Meg. Oh, it was Meg. Fucking hell, Meg. I was trying to protect you, Meg. Yeah. <laughs> right. So... Scissorgate. 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 We got fucking Scissorgate sorted out. Well, I won't do that again. Thank you. So uh, you haven't got to do it again because fucking blind boy full of Liam fucking Davis over there. He's got a pair of scissors in his fucking uh, tra- uh, training bag. <laughs> Haven't you, Liam? You don't know the scissors, though, do you? He thinks they're a no. tough brush. <laughs> <laughs> and also, that accounts for his hands being cut every fucking time he gets his hand in it. Well, thank you, boys. That's a, that was a great... That was insights. That was great. Thank you. Um, now, competition-wise, we have got some competitions coming up. Uh, firstly, is Yupe flying off to fucking Lappyland in Finland yep. for the European under twenty-threes? Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. 
Okay. Uh, so w- w- what's the game? W- w- where is it? Finland. No, I know it's in Finland, but where in Finland? Is it Lapland? It's Lapland, yeah. Right, it is officially Lapland. You're staying in a very nice hotel. Mm. Yes, stunning. Very nice. Um, right, tell us a little bit about the comp. Uh, well, European under-23s, um, which isn't recognised by the IWF, which is a shame, uh, which means won't be a games qualifier, because um, the IWF don't think under-23s is a real age group, but they'd recognise under-20s, which is conflicting. Okay. Um, but... Very passive aggressive, isn't it? From, yeah. from I, I don't like think that's a yeah. fact. That's just fact. Mike has an opinion. I, I, I fucking respect that. Go on, carry on. All right, it's an international event that yeah. you would think would be recognised, but it is not. But it's not. All right, okay. What's and the point in having it? Good question. <laughs> but, okay, that's valid. Equally, I'm very excited to lift there. Oh, um, fucking right, you are. <laughs> fucking right, bringing in the hot sauce. I'm lifting very well at the moment, and I'm really excited to put that on the platform. Um, and lifting for GB again will be. An honour. Yeah. Um, and it's about time that we do it again. Is it a big squad going? F- fairly. It's full of under 23s this time, more so than juniors. Yeah. That it has been in the past. It's the first time Mike and I will represent Great Britain together. Right. Okay. Because, of course, you were injured in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was injured in the second one. You were in the d- injured in the second one. So you went to Albania and you didn't go to Albania. Mm. No. You went to Poland and he didn't go to Poland. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I went, went to, to Romania. Romania. Right, and you didn't. Okay, so this will be the first one that you go brothers in arms, even though you go... Fly out separate. You fly out separate, and you sort of leave... I get to watch him, he doesn't get to watch me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so it's sort of... Look, we'll be there, we'll be allowed to wear the GP kit for a few days together, which would be nice. Great. Um, And, yeah, it'd be a magical moment. You know, we're both fucking in this journey together. Yeah. So, and we feel immensely proud lifting for Britain every time. So, oh, yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah. You know, like, um, I'm going to come to the competition calendar right now. Uh, the competition calendar is fucking stacked in the next sort of four or five months, isn't it? Yeah. Right? You've got your uh, Europeans, we've got the Welsh age groups, we've got the Welsh virtuals, we've got the fucking uh, British Open, Welsh seniors, British seniors, and some uh, world championship stroke uh, Commonwealth uh, qualifiers in Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. It's like, fuck me. We are fucking loaded. Um, which leads us on to... It's called fucking Tom Jolly. Right, you, uh, you remember last time, uh, we predicted that Tom was fucking on the nest, and he was, right? He was. He was. He was, he was on, the, on the nest. Gorilla coitus. Gorilla yeah. Because <laughs> he got a gorilla on his fucking uh, thing here. So we'll call Tom uh, if he's going to answer. Let's have a look. Up last, up last night, he said he was available all night. Perhaps he's uh, gone down to fucking... Uh, Gorilla Coital Land, wherever that is. I'm not going to fucking hang around this time. G- I'll give him two more pulses. No, one. Fuck him. He's gone. <laughs> right. no. I, c- I can't even turn it off. Christ. Right. Uh, fuck him. Um, all right, Tom, you've had your chance. Uh, now, Tom made a good point about prioritizing competitions in the training calendar. So here we have five competitions in a very condensed period of time, you can only prioritize one of those competitions. And so these two lifters we'll take as an example, and then we'll use another lifter as an example after. So your uh, priority is different to your priority. Um, Jordy's a fucking slow burner. We're going to have to bring him up. We're going to manage those knees, and we're going to have to add training sessions to your training. So your priority will be which competition? I would say the British... 
would be the big one in um in the end of it, at the end of January. Okay. Also, Uzbekistan would be a very important marker as well. Yes, uh, I think Uzbekistan is in December. December, yeah. So very close to each other, and it may well be that we get enough uh, time to have built something that we say, yeah, okay, we'll fucking we'll have a peek at that one and have a go, see how we feel, see what the conditions of training are like, how your body's feeling, and so on and so forth. Uh, but you're right that you are like put the one four or half months away from me, five months away from me, and that's my peak. For you, Michael, it's very different. Yeah, I think um, I'm going to make hay while the sun shines now. Ooh, yeah, we are fucking um, harvested. Let's, let's push. It's the um, festival. <laughs> and then I feel, feel like we go to Uzbekistan then and try and make my third attempts, my second attempts. Um, and then that's obviously massive progress. And then if we just carry that over to British, if we can increment that then yeah. I'd be very happy and I should put me in a good place we, we um, you snatched uh, 25 tonight and you clean jerked 58 and clean 60 and, and I sort of said to you after the 25 I, I really don't know where you're going to open now like we, we yeah. sort of discussed your opener as 124 uh, and now we're like fuck where, do we go 27 and do we take 30 and, and then do we take something else like it it just seems can you hear that Oh, I've dumped him out. Are you right, right, I, I, I didn't mean to do that. Right, right, big big thumb of yours. I know. <laughs> 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 Fucking touche. <laughs> Fucking love that kid. Let's call him. Tom, you there? Oh, hang on. I'm off Bluetooth now. Fuck oh, me. That's a shambles speaker. there, isn't it? What? No, I can't put him on speaker. Hang on. Wait, 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 I can't hear fuck all. Put that on speaker. Uh, oh, there. There we are. Tom, can you hear me? Hello. Oh, I can hear there you. Oh, yeah. fucking hell. We thought you were on the nest again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just making protein pancake at the moment. Look so at that. Not, 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 even a de- not even a denial. Just <laughs> making protein pancakes. That's, that's on the nest, Tom, isn't it? You're fucking <laughs> mixing your protein. Uh, Tom. Uh, we're discussing yeah. uh, priorities in the competition calendar. Yeah. And so we were just, uh, so you just hold tight because we're just halfway through. We dumped you out earlier. We're just uh, halfway through discussing with Michael um, about uh, his uh, training right now. So, Mike, we discussed that we don't know where your openers are and we're going to have to. I feel that Finland is going to be something where we just say, fuck it. If right, you go for it because what you got to lose, it's not on the the the, the list of important competitions for you. No. You're fucking reaching a point where you can just fucking express anything you want, and I'm sort of very tempted to be at fucking 27 as your opener. So 30 is your second attempt, and then fucking 33 is your third. What, yeah. what have you? Triangles. What's the biggest opener you've had? Like? Uh, 22. 22. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Plus five on Fuck. an opener. Like takes me back to your fucking yeah. hundred kilo snatch, isn't it? Conference. We got the evidence, haven't we? Yeah. We have got the evidence. You are fucking hot and smoking, and it's like, well, you're going to go out what? Uh, 27, 30, 33, let's say, 32 maybe. Uh, And then you're going to go out at what? 55. You can't really open any lighter than that. No, the evidence is proven that. Yeah. Um, And I think the the way I I cleaned 60 tonight, and it's like, okay, British senior records, 161 then. Do I go for a British senior record, which is. It's like it's the epitome of weightlifting in Britain. It's fuck. the highest accolade, really. Yeah, it is. I I don't really give a fuck because you're going to surpass those records like 
uh, at some point, so I couldn't give two fucks about that. About when you do it, it's inevitable. Yeah. Like, we're training to be the fucking best here at Willpower, not to be fucking second best. So, um, it's like, well, if you if you feel 61, like, you go 55, 59, I would suggest. 61. Right? I'm amazed you didn't fucking try and jerk 60 tonight, because it fucking flipped off you like yeah. nothing. And it, and it's I think everyone was everyone was surprised by that. I was everyone was watching that, and and you had Geordie about two inches away from him. Go, go on, and then literally, oh, okay, yeah, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I no, sort of, very well, I it? sat in the back of the the gym uh, next to Geordie, and I said, it's at moments like this that I get out of the way and let people lift because if I fucking am standing in front of them, I'm probably going to undo more than I can do. Uh, but at that yeah. moment, when he picked up fucking six, I was like, please try and do it. <laughs> Like, if it comes off your shoulders like fucking nothing, try and jerk it. And I was gonna, I almost thought because you go to the bar and you're fucking so fast when you fucking prep. It just, I couldn't say it, so it was like fucking do it. But there we are. But it's there, isn't it? Because you, you, you were close to one eighty jerk the other day. You pinged one seventy. Yeah. Fucking um, hell. I think I would have gone for the jerk if I didn't <laughs> catch it dead. I caught it dead in the bottom, and I couldn't. And we haven't tapered yet. Like we are still training under fatigue. That's a worrying thought, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's still been a hard week yeah. of training. I thought I thought I thought Mikey caught it flat. Have I, have I used the right term there? Is that wrong? It's terrible. I got, I, I got no idea. <laughs> Grow up. I don't even know what I mean, <laughs> but, but all, all the cool kids are saying it. That's because you empty too much protein out of your pancakes. Um, <laughs> so there we are. We got two lifters. One is saying um, I'm going to fucking make hay while the sun's shining. The other one's saying, well, here's my peak. I'm going to be very patient with the process and I know I'm going to build and accumulate, etc. because we need to um, make sure that the body's healthy and, and so on. And then um, you pick a lifter, Tom, from uh, from the um, the Welsh age groups who you would suggest, well, wh- which one of the age group lifters are you going to pick? So take Garin, for example. Who's going to... Yeah. How are you going to pick Garin? Where's he going to go? Um, I mean, with Garin, it has to be, once again, from my opinion... It has to be British. It comes before everything else. It's, it's taken on the best in Britain. Um, so for him, really, his, his goal needs to be competing well at the British Championships in January. Um, as far as I'm concerned, everything before then is just practice, but it would be the British age group would be the big thing for him, and then the British champs in, in, in January would be the next big thing for him. So we've got two competitions where we can really um, push him and peak for that. Um, and no disrespect to anything at Welsh level, but um, it would just be a case of at the moment, it's a case of we're using those as competitions to, you know, just sharpen him and uh, and get him, get him, uh, you know, competition fit and ready, and um, and just yeah, get 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 used to higher openers, um, you know, demands of of we want five for six for, yeah. um, and doing that really. Is he going to open at a hundred? Well, I, I've got a really interesting message for him tonight, and um, he messaged me saying, um, uh, really smooth ninety six, and then he started talking about oh, but the problem is my feet are doing this. So I left him a voicemail saying, I couldn't give a fuck what your feet are doing. Just keep on snatching like that. But he's, he's well on target to open 100 kilos, yeah. Great. So by uh, British Championships, we should see Garen open at three figures. I mean, by British Championships in January, without, without a shadow of doubt. Whether that will happen... Um, unlike yeah, um, the Welsh age groups, possibly at the British um, age group. But um, by... by January, 100% would be three figures on the bar to open. So, um, right. yeah. And he's he's hitting, tonight he's hitting 96% on a snatch like it was 80%. It was a beautiful lift. So, yeah. All right. So, let's take Meg, who we know, as you will have heard earlier, viewer, has a very good legging and sock game. And, and Meg, <laughs> uh, you've gone into um, 
those squat jerks, uh, which seem to be working very well. Did you have a PB tonight? 86, congratulations, mate. Very good. Um, and did you? what was your snatch today? 63, 86. So, right, so you're up around the... We're looking at 70, 90 as being uh, a target for this competition calendar. So when would you want to peak Meg, uh, Tom? Um, I would say from our conversation today, like what I'm trying to do with Meg is do very much, very, very much on feel and how she's feeling. Um, my version would be more Welsh seniors and British because I want her to have more time to get used to the squat jerks. Um, we're trying to work on a few different things with her training as well. So I've got no intention right now. When we get on the platform, I want her to feel confident in the first few competitions and then towards, so we've got the Welsh seniors in um, December and then for me, it'll be the, the British after that. So there'll be the two competitions just to give her more time to practice the squat jerks. Um, to kind of go through a few things we're trying to work on in, in training and just to feel more comfortable as well. So it's, um, you know, the next few competitions will be a case of let's get some, some you know, four for five or six foot on, on, the, uh, on the board and go from there and, um, and, and build from that. But the first few comps, um, yeah, just, just really getting, getting sharp again and, and building towards the end of the year. Right. Well, that sounds like sensible advice. Um, also, Meg has uh, lowered a weight category. Is that right, Meg? You're going to be in the 64s? So we also need to make sure that we consolidate strength and make sure that yeah. um, on competition day, every capacity is available. And you sort of need to, so you're doing Welsh age groups. Uh, what else is she doing? Uh, British <laughs> Open and Welsh seniors. No, it'll be, it'll be Welsh age groups, British age groups, Welsh seniors. British seniors, British championships. Right. Okay, great. Lovely. Yeah. Um, so it's, um, yeah. Also, Meg, it's your last year as the under-23s, even though I think you're 19. Uh, you're still you're in the under-23s. So it's very important, lifters, that you go out and you fucking lift as much as you can. We've waited so long for these competitions. Go and fucking yeah. lift. Go and show your wares. Um, and, it, and it's about understanding that you don't have to – not every single competition um, has to be a, a peak for it maxed out, I'm hoping, for PBs. Some of it can just be a case of getting more and more used to hitting more lifts in a platform in a competition environment, can't it? It doesn't have to be about, you know, oh, I've got four competitions in, in three months. It's okay, just relax about it. You know, we have a big Friday. We work up to a heavy lift. It doesn't yeah. have to be a PB. And that's, that's the approach you need to take to some competitions because the more experience you get early on, the, the better it will be long term. It's, it's getting used to a very different environment. So, Agreed. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, for you, Meg, you work at a fast pace. And if the competition's at a slow <clears> pace, that can sort of yeah. interrupt your flow. And that is something that you will have to practice. Uh, Tom Jolly was talking about your nine or 12 minute wait in Poland between your fucking second attempt and third attempt snatch, where you yeah. did, did a few jumps yeah. and then he went out and fucking creamed it. Yeah. 146. That. So you, like, the girls here work at a fast pace. It's fucking yeah. poppity, 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 poppity. The boys work at a very different pace. Um, but in Unless you're Liam. Fucking hell, Christ. Yeah, he, he was. Almost had heart attacks trying to keep up with him. He's, <laughs> Liam's had to slow down a little bit because he got three amigos in there. Fucking Ian O'Sino <laughs> Spico. Liam's fucking but on, 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 that, on, that, on that note, it's, it's, it's been amazing, yeah, amazing the last few weeks just seeing like. Um, like Ben joined the club and how much that's that pushing Liam, having Liam, Tom and Ben on the same platform, like Kedders and, and um, uh, Kedders and Meg, like really pushing their platform on it. There's so much good weightlifting all around the gym. It's, it's, it's so entertaining. It's unbelievable. Oh, 
as coaches, it's fucking great to watch. We we all yeah. all we need, Tom, a couple of those fucking um, lifeguard chairs where we're fucking six foot up in the air. And we can just fucking look I, down yeah. on everything. I noticed yeah, you, you stood on the GHC just today. I thought it was a good, good, uh, good vantage point. Very good idea. I just got out of the way. It was just I was just I was getting in the way. I just thought I'd get out the fucking way and observe what's going on because at the moment where um, you know the lifters are going at their heaviest, you just fuck off out of the way. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Just fucking <laughs> get out of the way. Um, right. Well, that's good advice, Tom. Thank you. You stay there. Uh, we might include you yeah. uh, in a minute. Um, so, <laughs> lifters, uh, you will have. In this period, a condensed uh, amount of competitions, which maybe ordinarily are spread out through a 12-month. But in, in this particular period, we've got them in five months. Pick one, uh, know where you're at, know what your experience level is, and then work to a good strategy that allows you to accumulate um, totals in every single competition. You know... He's been in 10 years, this uh, sport. He's been in the sport for fucking six, seven years. So they have a different perspective because their goal is the games and they must qualify for it. And so Michael could very well qualify in any competition right now. And we absolutely want him to be fucking moving towards the 300 total. But firstly, we have to hit 290. You know, firstly, you've got to hit fucking 30 on a competition stage and 60 on a competition stage, etc. Um, for you, Jordy, it's about... Uh, managing all of the stresses that have been accumulating in your training over many years that have now reduced and now allow you to fucking work harder, train more, average intensity is up, absolute intensity is up. And then I want to see you training six fucking sessions a week and we're doing fucking snatch, clean and jerk, fucking front squat, back squat, pulse. That's what I want, very specific. But if you're fucking two years in the sport, get out there and lift. And, like, forget the totals. Fucking... Tom Churchill fucking telling me last week how fucking far away from 220 he was, and all of a sudden he's 10 kilos closer. Did you expect to be 10 kilos closer tonight, Tom? No, he fucking didn't. I did, but you fucking <laughs> didn't. But you got to keep... What can you say to lifters? You've got to fucking shut the fuck up, get on with training. And I think when I, you're... I think, sorry to interrupt, but I think, I think with that as well, if you look at someone like Geordie, rewind the clock back a few years ago, and an injury... Um, and not being able to train would completely rock him. And now, you know, once again, being in the game longer, um, the maturity level is there that actually he's very, very willing to take time out to understand more about his body, to rehab it, and then apply that knowing that he's not going to suddenly forget how to snatch or clean jerk. It's, it's, uh, I think the longer you're in it, yes, the total goes up and, you know, you focus on different competitions, but just that maturity level changes and understanding more about who you are as a person, how it works. You know, there's a massive shift in that as well. You've got to know who you are as a lifter, and you only know that on competition day. Fuck training. Training gets you to competitions, yeah. and you get to fucking look in the mirror and know who you are in competitions. Um, and that is so critical because the little things like how long you have to wait for the next lift, um, you know, if you miss a lift, how are you going to summon the fucking belief up? You know, Michael's talked about how he flagellates and self-deprecates himself with fucking abusive self-language. Um, okay, not my strategy, but it's his strategy and it works well for him. And it's everybody's yeah. got to learn that. You've got to fucking expose yourself to the competition and know that you can summon it when it fucking matters. Um, right. Uh, we're going to talk about Michael Farmer, I've got, I've got a little fucking note here. Michael Farmer lecturing young men, who are non-twinks, by the way, um, about eating and filling their weight class. <laughs> Michael, um, Ben, you're weighing 71, 72 kilos, and you're a 73 lifter. Right. So I said, eat some fucking food. And you're like, well, I might weigh over. 
Michael, y- you were a lifter who weighed under. Jordy, do you remember fucking Malaysia? We couldn't fucking feed this prick enough food, could we? He would turn the food away. It's like a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um... like a fucking anus gerbil, wasn't he? This fucking one you'd stick in your anus, little tiny one. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was a breed. I thought I was like a fucking, fucking breed of I mean, gerbil. <laughs> Not at all. Right, right. But Mike, you wouldn't eat. No, it's and it's quite the irony now that I'm lecturing these young boys about gotta bollock the food and it, how much of a difference it's making to me. Yeah. Because for the last I don't know four years of my life, it's been um, it's been the only element I feel I've like been missing. Like, I I recover well, I train well, yeah, um, I sleep well. It's it's, it's there was it was the missing link in the chain, yeah. And I don't feel I like w- I was invested my whole uh, life and day around their nutrition and food, yeah. Um, Did you uh, say you're going to work with Callum? Yeah, so I've been working with Callum for a few months now. Um, yeah, Fre- friend of the show. <laughs> Hello, Callum. <laughs> and get him on soon. Yeah, it's, it's been tremendous, honestly. Um, the difference it's made to me um, in training, um, recovery, as well as just a general human being. I feel like I'm, I'm a bigger person, both in Well, stat- you literally stature. are bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. press-ups. <laughs> 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 can, we, can we, for the record, uh, just say that Michael's omitted his press-ups now from his uh, post-training routine? Yeah, press-ups are gone. Just, they were bulking him out. He was just fucking putting on too much yeah, chest. Yeah, it was getting too heavy, wasn't it? Yeah. Too much, too much chest. Uh, too much chest. <laughs> but... Uh, the point is, you must eat. Yeah, and it number one fuels your session, and it recovers recovers you obviously. Um, but it, it gives you that um, ability to be bulletproof in training as well. Like you, you can throw anything at me, and I'll recover, um, and I'll be ready for the next day. Yeah, because I'm above my weight class, and I'm less prone to injury. I haven't been injured. What What are you weighing right now, Mike? Well, right now, yeah, I'm probably like seventy four and a half kilos. Fucking hell! Never thought I'd hear it. Hey Mike, is it, is it true? That, Mike, is it true that um, the, hy- uh, the hydration's made a big difference? Now you're hydrated by Big Dog Coffee. Yeah, Big Dog Coffee <laughs> has. Uh... Hey, hey, Big Dog, we've run out of your fucking coffee. Get on it. Um, <laughs> so, like, for for uh, a fucking piece of shit like Ben down there, who's fucking seventeen, like you got to eat some fucking food. Like nature is telling you eat food. The training is telling you eat food. Your fucking coach is telling you eat food. And your training fucking uh, partners here who have fucking been down the road is telling you to eat food. So when you get home, eat some food. Um, It's very important. You must fill your weight category. Um, Mike, uh, this is how bad it was back in your day. Oh, hang on. This is how bad it was back in your day. Uh, You you, uh, turned down a roast dinner cooked by me when Donnie Shankle was here. Correct? Sacrilege, sacrilege. That, that is correct. That was 2016 Malaysia, wasn't it, George? It was, yeah. It, uh, I believe you already had a roast at home or something. It, it was along those lines. Um, yeah. It's Donny fucking Shankle. It's my uncle cooking a beef dinner. Yeah. Um, You know, I don't care if it's Christmas Day. You turn <laughs> yeah. up for that meal. <laughs> you fucking turn up and you eat. And then you pass out with a fucking protein fucking beef coma. Mm-hmm. Won it? Yeah. yeah, you'd stand at the end of the table just throwing cuts of beef. And I, viewer, I used to fucking order an eight kilo rib roast bone in, right? I'd have fucking three trays of fucking roasties, more Yorkshire pudding than you could fucking eat, and fucking gr- liters of gravy that I fucking made. And I would just fucking carve it and just fucking toss meat <laughs> on the fucking plates. Potatoes, Yorkshire's, 
Token token, <laughs> token token peas. Base. We never we never used to eat the peas and carrots, but, but it was fucking meat and gravy. Yeah. And Donnie got through about two and a half, maybe three plates, and then he would pass out, wouldn't he? He'd get meat drunk. He'd get fucking meat coma, and he'd have to pass out, and it might last him about four hours, and then he'd fucking sprightly get back in, yeah. and he'd fucking finish some more food. Yeah. <laughs> Who was there? Tom Wayne, Theo, you. I think Rod was there. Rod. Who else? That was about it, wasn't it? Me. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie. Fucking Donny, fucking great days. You were. I, I I didn't go. Eating chicken breast. <laughs> eating a chicken roast at home. Well, I think that was sixteen-year-old Mike. He yep. was very young in the sport. Didn't realize a lot of things. Right, and that's an important point. So as you've matured in the sport, as your fucking uh, your pedigree has risen, the value of good nutrition, of making sure you fill your weight classes, and at the end of the day. Fucking Ben's 17, Liam's fucking 17, Tom. Well, how old are you, Tom? 18. Like, no one gives a fuck what you're lifting right now. You put five years on your fucking life at 22, 23, where these fucking pricks are, and that's when you fucking judge your weightlifting. Right right now, you must make the most of what nature has given you because it is fucking filling you with fucking testosterone and growth hormone, and the fucking quality of your food is what drives up the fucking gains that you're going to make in the future. I don't really... You know, we're not going to look back and say, oh, do you remember when you fucking hit a fucking 94 kilo snatch at fucking 18? Couldn't give a fuck. I want to know what you're fucking snatching at 140 in those times. You know, when you're fucking 22, are you snatching 140? Are you fucking filling your weight? Are you fucking 102 kilos at 5 foot 8? That's a fucking beast, isn't it? Whoa. Right? That's a silverback. You've got... Thank you, Tom. You've got to look into the future <laughs> and you fuckers are looking into the present. Uh, I think that's it. I, I can't top that. I, oh, uh, I can. Crypto. <laughs> <laughs> right, Orion Protocol, George. Do you know how much it is? I don't know. It's $11.165. Fucking right. Right, is that good? Yeah, that's all right. What, what'd you buy at? Well, I bought I bought at eight and then sold at 27, bought back in at 17. So I'm, I'm, I'm well up. Right, it, but it's, it's we, we had a, we had a we had a tough time, didn't we, Nick? Um, and now we're crypto. The crypto world had a tough time when when it all went ass over tears. Are you still out, Mike, or did you buy back in? I'm out. Mike's out. Right, and and really, it, we should be talking about what was it Cardano? Cardano. Yeah, that is like threefold where he where he. Oh, he should have fucking held. Don't know when to hold him. Mike, how much did you invest in Cardano? <laughs> Ten. I, I would have given you 100 quid to fucking hold it. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Cents, pounds, aiders. This crypto world viewer is a very confusing place to be. It's much easier with fucking kilos, bars and plate, and fucking posh shoes and fucking lycra <laughs> jock straps, and maybe a journal up the anus. Right. Okay, Nick. <laughs> uh, start to play us out. Viewer, thank you very much. It's been episode eight. We've had a ball. Jordy looks very smart. Michael's going to fucking smoke everything. And the captain is training pain-free. We will see you next time on the Willpower Weightlifting Podcast for episode nine. Fare thee well. Oh, goodbye, Tom. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>